Yo. Hi. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? It's 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 funny always like starting a podcast because we were just talking before hitting record and then like you feel it's like so much more official when you hit record. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It just like got the green light to speak and it's like, oh, uh, okay. we're live. Yeah. <laughs> it's rolling. Three, two, one. Yeah. Action. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the pressure of, you know, being in the big business of podcasting. Exactly. Out of, out of your attic. <laughs> You've done some interviews with like Rutgers, right? You had one on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. I was friends with, uh, well, I am friends with Brittany Gibson, who does uh, the Targum, and uh, Chloe Kaufman, and they had us on. It was really fun. That's pretty I, neat. They're also, like, my friends, so we were just, like, messing around. Yeah, it was neat, though. Like, it, it was cool to see Targum doing stuff like that, too, because to my knowledge, I hadn't seen them doing, like, a lot of that. They're mostly, like, just report on, like, school. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what the pa- paper, like, that's what it serves, right? It's like right, the, yeah. the Rutgers news. But. Well, that was the cool thing about uh, uh, about Brittany and, and Chloe's video. They were trying to get more into the New Brunswick scene and, yeah. like, more bring that to the Targum's attention. Yeah. Which is really awesome. I think that was something that Rutgers students were already so involved in. Sure. So, you know, yeah, as well put it on. Might as well. It's super helpful, too. Yeah. How did you get involved in, like playing shows in New Brunswick um I it was a long time ago I think I was it wasn't that long ago um my bandmates were in high school I was in college probably my freshman year of college or something like that cool and um my friends Tim Urbach from Din and Marcel Rudin from uh uh, Marcelba you know we were playing at high tech in Hoboken and Jersey City and then we, you know, we all went to college and went to, some of us went to Rutgers and they were like, oh, you know, we have like basement shows and it was crazy. Yeah. And then, um, we played here once and it was just like culture shock, you know, kind of yeah. like, it's just like super different for like a, you know, like a, a 18 year old, just like getting out of high school sure. like not type of thing. And like, and then like, um, Isabella and Franklin and Gabriel were still in high school. Yeah. So that was like really interesting <laughs> to like grow as a band. That's the that. best time to do it though. Cause you just like meet all these new people and kind of get inspired by like seeing people do their own thing. Yeah. Their own house. So. It was crazy. Yeah. We would like in our first few shows, they were just like, well, like the people around were just really shocked at how young we were and like, and still shredding. Yeah, yeah. That was like, they really liked that. I guess like, yeah, you know, little kids just like. Killing it with some, <laughs> killing it with some sweeps. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, so rest assured, when when did you guys start being a band? Um, yeah, we went to high tech high school together in North Bergen, and um, I was always writing music like um, from like freshman year of high school, and then I was like a junior. Um, and my friends, like I was saying, Marcel and Tim and a few other people, they. Uh, um, had their own bands and I, I wanted to have a band too. Yeah. Uh, so I started putting like music online of like me playing two guitars and stuff like that. Then, um, Franklin came up to me and was like, uh, you know, I would play bass for you. Like definitely. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh nice. That's awesome. So he introduced me to Gabriel and Isabel. Cool. And then, um, we just have like four years later yeah we, yeah we came out with this album yeah the, the yeah. new album porno violence yeah. which is not only like an awesome name <laughs> thank you it's a very great album like if, if you're listening to this podcast please check out rest assured because they're a very cool band seriously like it's it's just refreshing to hear like that genre of music done differently kind of because i i find that a lot of things can be derivative and like i hear your band and it, it sounds like your band 
a lot. <laughs> Especially Aww. like with like the vocal melodies you do over it and everything. It's like it's very different. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. We all tried like really hard for this album. Yeah. Like, we wrote for a while and just like making sure everything was right and Tell me about like the recording process. Oh, okay. So, because I remember we I, I, we ran into each other. I saw you guys in Flemington, and there was like there was a lot of delays with like tracking and all that, which yeah. is like typical. Like that that right. always happens, especially like, well, did was it a friend who was doing it or? Yeah, it was like two of our friends. Okay, like you know they really helped us out. Yeah, and it was just the two of them, you know. So it was hard to like. Uh, juggle time between all of us because we all went to different schools like we all like then what like break would be over and like um i would have to do my dubs or franklin would have to do his dubs and like then we have to listen to it and it's hard you lose like the the flow like right when you're not around anymore yeah it sucks and also because like we basically the money that we had the resources we had were all from the kickstarter Sure. You know what I mean? So we, like, everybody knows we had $800. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what I'm going to be doing over a break is just, like, making all the Kickstarter rewards, which yeah. is awesome. But that's also a really, really, really cool thing. It's, it's like, cool it was, like, I didn't have to pay any money to make this record, yeah. like, out of my pocket. That's awesome. So. Um, and, and typically speaking, 800 to record isn't a lot necessarily. No, it's you know? not at all. But yeah. because that's what I mean, like my friends, Carlos and... They just um, helped out. Uh, and uh, Shep. Uh, we went to high school together too, me and Carlos. And um, Shep was my high school teacher, actually. He's amazing, Rod Shepard, yeah. He that's awesome. has like a studio on um, at the Newman Leather Buildings in Hoboken. Okay. And like... Yeah, he just has his students, like, he records his students' music, like, um, Katie and Quartet, uh, Din, um, like, uh, a few other people from high tech, but they play a lot in New Brunswick, so, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's really neat. Yeah, he's awesome. They're both awesome. Yeah. The, The one, the one drawback of having friends do it is that it's, like, it's hard to keep it going like i've had friends record bands and it's like yeah we'll, we'll get around to it yeah like, yeah. like my yeah, roommate yeah. does recordings and he literally lives in the basement of this house and it's just hard because we're always around each other so it's like it's hard to actually yeah, say all right like mean. this is when we're doing it yeah and so uh, how long was the span of your recording for um i think how long did it take for us to record um we tracked we did all the basic tracking in like one day. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's so we, fucking cool. Um, we actually Franklin made uh, metronome maps. Yeah. And he. That, that's what I have to do whenever I'm. I'm the guy that makes the tempo maps for oh the bands God. I'm in. Oh wait, sucks. maybe you were the one who gave him the idea. I think you were. Oh really? Yeah, or something like we that. We might have talked about it because actually. Because yeah, he, he like came up with the idea like suddenly and just did it. Nice. And then I was like, oh, that's an awesome idea. It totally worked. Like we had, we made the album like incredibly, incredibly tight. Like, yeah. Um, and it made that much, made it that much more professional. It helps. Um, was your last album not too a click? Not at all. We yeah. were like, it was a mess. That album was a total mess. Like, we don't really want to look back on it. <laughs> and like, we really don't like thinking about that album. We never really even play anything from it. Yeah. But... Well, it's it's all, it's all songs you wrote in high school at this point. Yeah. That stuff is like that. Uh, yeah. Pretty old. That's why I was really excited for it. I am really excited up. for this one. Yeah. I mean, there, I think there is some charm in the first album 
because it's like you guys are like kids and it still sounds like a cool record and there is no click so it's got like yeah. you know it just like went for it you know yeah like just totally like one two three go like, with the click like of the we'll do it live sticks. yeah <laughs> fuck it we'll do it live yeah, yeah. that's you know there that's not always a bad thing too but the, the new one definitely is a step up so yeah where did where did the name come from um i was actually like when we were when i was writing some of these songs i was thinking about uh let me think when i was in high school we read an essay called porn of violence okay it was about um you know like in cold blood like that kind of thing like columbine yeah like this type of american violence sure and I found it really interesting because I noticed, like, the, the entire argument that was that, like, Americans and American youth are very desensitized towards violence. Sure. And um, just generally, it's, uh, they commercialize that stimulation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. You yeah. know, uh, from, like, violent movies to, like, you know, even, like, music. And that's what I was trying to go for with music is, like, um that uh, I guess like this kind of like edgy dirty violent type of uh, sentiment I wanted to capture in, in your lyrics right like okay. a little bit like oh I can't believe she really said that sure like oh that's really weird so a little a little bit of grit to yeah, it yeah kind of like you know if you were to watch like um I don't know some like really violent movie and you're just like kind of taken aback from like this kind of like over like a gore slasher yeah, just like too much yeah so it was like a reference to like the over sensationalized like country that we're in yeah it was it was like that because I was thinking a lot about what is the edge, like what is the, how far does stuff go? Sure. Uh, before it's just like too much. Yeah. So the thing you read, it was saying, it was like saying that the violence in the country can be chalked up partially to the media we consume, right? Mm -hmm. But I also was like really thinking that it is an American culture thing. It is, yeah. So that was like why I wanted to go for more like horror, like classic horror uh, type aesthetic. Yeah. You know, with like um like a gun and like the the axe sure. and the, the gasoline yeah. stuff like that like very um almost like pulpy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like t so exploitative. But who who painted the cover? I did. You do you did the artwork for it? Yeah. That's yeah. really neat. Thank you. Do you, do you do all the artwork for the band? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. Was it watercolor? Yeah. It looks really neat. Thank yeah. you. It has its own, like, like I was saying before, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be too much of a fanboy, but you're, the band definitely has, like, its own vibe to it. Thank you. And that helps contribute to it. And I think, like, you thinking about your lyricism and, like, how, trying to push it a little bit, like, is cool, too, because, you know, you could hear a lot of plain vanilla lyrics all day, yeah. you know, so. That was the thing. I want to, like... I want people to listen to it and like get pushed not only by the lyrics but also by the music as yeah. well. You know, I want it all to be like uh, a um, not a maybe a little bit of a challenge or to yeah. When you kind of go for that, people are forced to pay attention. Sure, just to make it stand out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, do you think that's like a reflection of like like 
is that who you, you feel you are? Like someone that's like trying to like push shit a little bit or? I feel like I'm always trying to push myself. Okay. And like, I feel like music is a really cool way to do that because you, other people can give you that, like a space to do that. And like, you can play off of people's like reaction of it. Sure. So if I have this idea of like porno violence and I like write an album about it, I can like put it out and now we're talking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, what's the what's the one song you have about oh fuck like the first line is something about an orgy <laughs> is that on the record yeah, no it's on uh, the next record Psycho Gore okay but yeah but like that exactly yeah yeah well what's the line actually meeting the girl of my dreams in an orgy <laughs> yeah every time I see you guys play it I fucking die like, you, in ever... a good way though. not in a bad way like it's funny it's cool yeah. did you ever listen to Say Anything yeah that's yeah. like that he Max Beam has definitely inspired me to be like wait uh, wow these lyrics are like crazy yeah um, oh wow I see that parallel now do you remember uh, the song that's like I called her on the phone uh, wow I can get sexual too yeah, yeah I yeah. was like damn this is crazy yeah it's fucking tight yeah. I used to do college radio and I we would play that song and the uh, the host who had a show after me came in and was like, I don't think you should be playing this. <laughs> this is too much. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People tend to, like, say those lines very passionately. Those, like, Yeah, you just want to <laughs> yeah. fucking, like, throw your hands in there and jam yeah. out to it. Or it's like, you know, you could only really hear Restashore say that. Like, I yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, a bit, you know, it's not super common now, unless it's in, like, you know, pop music. But, like, as far as, like, bands of the nature that we see at shows it's not there's not bands like exploring like sexual identity in their music and it's it's weird because it feels like it's taboo in some ways and then every month there's like an accusation that comes out that's yeah, like so it's, I, feel that. I, I think like opening a dialogue is always <coughs> important it is know? better i that is really true like for me it's really important um that people like fi- like relate to lyrics or sure. like the music and like I feel like being more very 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 cuttingly honest is very attractive sure you yeah because um, you're like you know you're exposing part of yourself to your lyrics yeah you know? I mean definitely that that lyric that came from somewhere so yeah <laughs> unfortunately like someone wrote it yes unfortunately yeah yeah uh, but um no it's it's neat it's it's different and it's uh it's interesting definitely so there, there's another. You have, Psycho Gore is the next album you already have. St- you're starting to write for. Yeah, I um, we just put out Porno Violence with, yet last night. Yeah. And, like, I was dubbing for it. Like I was doing some of my guitar stuff like last week, and I was just like listening to it, and um, I was talking to Carlos, and I really realized that I wanted to keep writing records like for the rest of my life yeah of course you know? yeah yeah so it's like okay i bought an interface yesterday and um i already have like a lot of the songs written but now i'm just like structuring it all out and hopefully gonna record it at the end of uh january oh wow yeah. that's really soon i'm hoping yeah I- i'm like scheduling like all this stuff and like trying to get people on the board and stuff so were you like always the primary songwriter for the band yeah. was it collaborative like as far as like people adding their own licks and like shit on top or was it just like well I guess how like the songs were written um so I would write a song like you know the verse chorus like uh 
melodies and licks or whatever. Yeah. And then I would bring it to... Yeah, just talk a little closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. No, it's all <laughs> um, I Yeah, I would write the song and then bring it to them. We would sit down in uh, someone's living room, maybe Isabel's uh, dad's studio or her, her dad's living room or Franklin's living room. Yeah. And then uh, just start writing parts with uh like you know franklin and then isabel and then gabriel sure we would just all do it together like in the same room yeah they're yeah because they sound organic it's not like mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like there was one person that was like all right you play this and you right. play that. they definitely you they bring a lot to the table which yeah. is amazing and that's why i i, I love having them on and especially on this record i was listening to it all the way through and just really loving that it had its own like identity and they made up so much of that sure you know what i mean that's like, the best with their like... instruments and their instrumentation their musicality yeah when uh, it's a collaborative effort like i was like... so proud of them yeah. when i was listening to it, i was like damn like this is that ribs you know they, <laughs> that was so tight like because you know you play together all the time and like you know what it sounds like to hear each other live and you like eat sleep and breathe each other's music (laughs) and like um and then just to like hear it so like perfect like on a record i'm just like you know you really it's a nice high five y'all yeah yeah so it so it is like the lineup of the band in limbo now because i i kind of got that vibe a little bit yeah um it is a little bit in limbo we're trying to we're all like basically figuring ourselves out right now. Yeah, it's hard. it's hard when you all they they all go to college like yeah two or three hours away, like upstate New York, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's hard. We've also been in a band together for four years. Yeah, and like that's so much. We've like when did I meet them? Yeah, like we've been together for years, and um, you know it's hard for us to see each other, and like especially when like things come up when we're like having fights, and yeah. like, we live so far away that it doesn't help, nah, and then it sucks. we're fighting and we can't even see each other until break. Yeah, and then like so. it, it just creates more tension, and then like right. the closer your bandmates are, like the more time you spend together, the harder you fight. You fight. Like, I fight with bandmates like brothers at this point or sisters. Like yeah, it's just like it's hard. And I feel like we're getting to that point too, where we're making those like big uh, decisions for like the future of the bands yeah and for ourselves honestly like is this the right thing for me is this the right thing to like right now or um, yeah yeah no i was bummed i was bummed when i heard that that was going on because i feel like you know it's been really really hard for us yeah it's a fucking bummer totally yeah because here you know there's not like many bands i will like champion and like really root for but like rest assured is like one of the (laughs) so yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I hope I hope it all works out, and like you're still doing solo stuff in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm definitely gonna go on with the Psycho Gore record. Uh, yeah, and um, just trying to you know make it happen day by day. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're the kind of person that has to write music, so you'll keep writing it. Yeah, you know, and that was ho- the dilemma. Hopefully, the rest falls into place. Yeah, so. Uh, we're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a bummer, but it's okay. I'm really like excited about this record, and I'm really excited about how it's gonna, like, be t- 
taken. Sure. I'm, hope, I'm hoping like we'll be able to go further, like in in terms of like the country and yeah. performing. Yeah. And uh, meeting more people. It, it's on know, Spotify more, too and all that. I just put it on last night, so it has to be processed. Okay. But I definitely will. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Porno violence, Spotify, Bandcamp, all that good shit. Yeah, it was so cool. We also grew so much as musicians. Yeah, I mean, those are like formative years. I've, I played in a band from when I was like 13 to like 22 or 23 with the same like three core guys. And we would, you know, every five years the band would break up. And we all like wow. <laughs> crazy each other out. And then like I'd get a call back like a few months later. And like we would. It, are you guys still together? No, one of the guys moved across the country at this point, but we're all still friends at this point. Yeah, and yeah. like the band had its run, so like I don't think there was much more we would have done anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're it, it's just hard, you know. Yeah. When you when you're like practicing like three times a week for two hours yeah. and always talking about like what the next move is and all that. Honestly, I started talking to my therapist about like well yeah like band stuff. It's like a relationship. It is yeah. Like being in a band is like not only being in a relationship with one person but with three other people. Yeah. You know so. Yeah, well, it's because it's a personal thing to make music with someone too. And it like, is. And craft it together and you know. And spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask about, um, you'll sometimes speak Chinese in the songs. Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, because the, the opening track on, uh, what was the first album? Oh, Chinese Opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That but, was funny. So, so you speak Japanese later in the song. Yeah, I speak Japanese on Chinese Opera, yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying in the, in the song? It, you ever watched um, Samurai Champloo? Yes. You know the ending theme, Shiki no Uta? Yeah. It's called The Song of Seasons, and it's just, like, uh, it's just the lyrics from that, and I put it. Uh, but the, I only did that live. So, like, I like doing that live because, like, people who would come would be like, hey, like, you watch nice. Summer Shampoo? And, yeah. and I'd be like, yeah. But I couldn't do it on the record because I didn't own that melody or those lyrics. <laughs> but no, you screamed it on the record, right? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was r- original, that one that I did. Oh. But I thought you were talking about live. Okay, okay. So you do a different one live. Just like me screaming about explosions. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So d- and like you, danger, emergency. Did you learn? Do you like know any Japanese really? Or? Oh yeah, absolutely. Really? I in high school, I studied Japanese for four years. Wow. And when I was in um, in junior year of high school, we went to Tokyo. Actually, we did an entire tour of Japan. Like we went from Tokyo to Kyoto, Nara, Fuku. Uh, Fukuoka. That's really cool. Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Like, we went yeah. everywhere. How long were you there for? Maybe, like, two weeks. That's, so we were, yeah. like, in different cities, like, cool. all constantly. That's pretty pretty heavy for a school trip, too. Yeah. yeah. So then I fell in love with it. And when I went to um, I went to college, and I took it for, like, two semesters, and then I went and lived in Tokyo for two, for a summer. That's a great way to learn the language, too. Just, like, immerse yourself in it. Yeah, it was really, really fun. I loved it. So, especially, like, I got to see Tricot there, who are, like, my legendary, like, my, they're my idols, clearly. Like, yeah. more than my idols. Like, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I listen to their music, like, constantly to, channel, to channel, channel more of their energy in terms of, like, you know, math rock and, like, no, yeah, they're fan- they're also, fantastic. like, feminine energy as sure. well. Like, they're my inspiration in terms of that, too. Yeah. Just, like, being a girl in the space and, like, also like um 
doing like more uh what is it um doing more like uh like playing music you mean or like more like uh I guess ambitious, like sure. uh, hooks to the music. Okay. Like things that you're not really sure oh. if people are gonna like go for. Yeah. But then sometimes they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like I want to do that too. They're neat. They're pretty like, like angular. I feel like their music can be, but like I, I like it. Mm-hmm. And they're three piece all girl band, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They have a drummer. Like they get any like dozens of people to drum for them. Sure. Like Wh- whoever can drummers. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How was it seeing them over there? It was amazing. Like, first I saw them... I went to Utsunomiya, which is, like, two hours north of Tokyo. I was living in Tokyo, and I went on a Friday, and I took a two-hour train ride up by myself to go see them, because, like, I... I couldn't see them any other time. Like, I was going to leave Japan soon. Sure. And I was like, this is my only time I can see them, and I went, and it was incredible. Like, um... The cool thing was that it was very, like, DIY-like. Like, yeah. it was, like, they weren't, like, rock, like total rock stars yet. This was, like, maybe what, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, like, you know, something that I had uh, seen a lot of people do, especially, like, my friends and stuff, and, like, they were just out there doing it. What kind of venue was it? It was, like, um... It was just, like, uh, how many people could it fit? It would probably be similar to, like, Maxwell's if you're okay. in Hoboken. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing, maybe with, like, a higher stage. Um, and then I saw them in New York. They came to New York for their American show, and I met them. Yeah. And I told them in Japanese, like, that I went to Utsunomiya to see them, and, like, I got their shirt from there, and, like... I told them that it was my dream to meet them. Yeah. And they were like, in English, your dream came true. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that is so deep. Yeah. So, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like meeting the people you look up to. Yeah. Like that. that can often go terribly. Like, I, oh, I'm, really? I, I feel like, well, for me, I, cause I'll be a huge fucking nerd and like geek out about musicians too much. And then like I try to meet them at a show and I'm just like, extremely awkward and i just i sabotaged the whole scenario so i'm glad you had a positive experience oh my god and they also like when they played in new york they like gave one of the best performances i've ever seen like oh yeah and their stage was smaller than maxwell's at the cake shop in in manhattan okay do you remember it was a cbgb show no what was that not cbg yeah see you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah those things like they they ran the show yeah or like some like they they were playing yeah it was like not totally they weren't headlining sure it wasn't like their it wasn't their show no no and um but they came with their bus and everything and like of course they were from like literally another country so they had like a whole thing going on they had it all set up but uh they really like crowd surfed like in that setting yeah but because people were so excited to see them hell yeah yeah that's because like, everybody that their first came time to this in, in yeah the that was their first time in the states okay yeah so people it was their first gonna... time in new york yeah and i was like you know this is your first time in new york but i thought they would play somewhere bigger but the people came that would come to like you know what i mean like yeah. enough people for a big show came anyway yeah exactly and it was like packed in then. yeah it was yeah. packed it was packed yeah 
and I was just felt so lucky, and um, it was really inspiring. I loved it. That's I wanted awesome. to put on a show like that like every time. Yeah, you know? that's really cool. I had a, a similar experience when I saw the band Enemies in Brooklyn. And oh. like, I think they're from like Ireland. Yeah, they are. My dad showed me them. Oh, really? They're really cool though. Yeah, they're neat. Yeah. And they, same thing. Like, just so many people were fucking stoked and like went really hard for their set, and they played great too, and it was cool. And then they like broke up after that tour. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. That happens, but yeah, it's cool when you see bands from another country like come through. Yeah, and you don't know what to expect because like I feel like it's easy to think pe- things are gonna be a certain way just from like how you someone's presence is on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like you, you love a band, you think they're like rock stars and gonna play like a packed out like five hundred people show. Yeah, and then it's just like a tight ass venue with like a hundred twenty people but that they are still play like it still is still going apeshit. Yeah. yeah, and that's why they're great because it you know they're just fucking doing their thing. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty neat. That's my dream is to like someday meet them again and be like, hi, I also have my own music. Yeah. Maybe play with them eventually. I would die. Yeah. They're their own top shelf, right? Um, I think they, they have their own record label. Cool. Unless they signed recently, but yeah, they did. I think the latest record was on top shelf. Mm. And Oh, I, is that like an international, like another not Japanese label? Yeah, top shelf mostly does America. Okay, yeah. Or so North that's... America. And then um, I think Big Scary Monsters, that like UK math rock label, mm-hmm. it's put it out over there, like distributed it, distributed it in the UK. In uh, Europe, yeah, so. that's probably to distribute, but in... Uh, they have their own label. That's Bakuretsu fucking sick. Records. Yeah. That they have always been on. Do they put other people's music out too? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. release their own thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never really... I mean, maybe like a few, but they're mostly, like... Mostly, it's mostly yeah. for them. Yeah. That's cool. That they is like really Handle funny. their own shit. Yeah. I, I always respect that. You know? Uh, the people who will just like say like, fuck it, we'll just like do it ourselves. Yeah. That's so you'd, you'd consider them a pretty big influence. They're an enormous influence. What, what other bands that like really got you into playing? Because I'm assuming you've been playing guitar since you were like a teenager. Yeah, since I was 11. Yeah, okay. I definitely have had like a lot of uh, phases in terms of like writing songs. Of course, like math rock is like the, the label it is because of certain characteristics of it. But like a lot of influence comes from other stuff too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's a little doggy. Uh, I, I just don't like... Like, Matt Rock will, like, put things in a box sometimes, and... Yeah. But, I mean, that's definitely was a huge influence to all the music I played, too. Yeah. Where do you, like... How about, like, vocally, though? Where do you, like... Where um, do you draw... Like, what did you listen to growing up that, like, got you to write and sing that way? Um, A lot of Paramore. Okay. <laughs> Yo, because... I was gonna say Senses Fail. I don't know if you ever listened to that oh, band, just but just like general emo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But because I, I would compare Senses Fail and Paramore, like yeah. vocal melody wise. So and Max Bemis too. Yeah, definitely like yeah that type of like brutally yeah do that oversharing. Al- <laughs> oversharing is the word. Is a real boy is such a good album. That is one of my favorite albums of all time. <laughs> yeah, so there's like Doppelganger for by Fall sure, of Troy. Fall of Troy. That yeah. one fucking, fucking that great. was one yeah, of banger. The, like the influences that me playing guitar. I listened to Doppelganger. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then I started like trying to learn it. Yeah. Um, and then after, yeah. And then it was, is a real boy was before that. I feel like he just like breaks the fourth wall a lot. Like, you yeah, don't feel he like does. it was the record. He just like, comes he's through. himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not just like, um, 
it's not just like sad it's like it's max bemis sad yeah like, he's talking about himself his own life yeah and that's what i feel like his music is for totally to just be like it's a a connection i actually like i hadn't listened to that album in 10 years and i had put it on and i was like yo this is so good (laughs) like i well all right so the backstory is and i I think i could say this at this point in the podcast because i think yeah it's half hour and so most people who would judge me probably aren't listening but i (laughs) I was like microdosing acid for like for a week and i got i put this album on i got like emotionally worked up about the fucking say anything up you sound like max beeman dude yeah like i'm microdosing (laughs) yeah i don't know it just made me really weird i stopped doing that because i was just like getting (laughs) too too weird yeah i cried three times i don't cry really ever (laughs) i cried like three times in two weeks one time was that like listening to say anything album one time was like I, I didn't even watch the UFC, but it was at my friend's house and they had the UFC on. And this girl won this match, and she was like the underdog, and she was getting all this shit talked to the whole time. And she won, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And she gave a speech like, "I don't know, man, just be a good person. I'm just like you, all of you." And I'm like, "Man, that oh is so humble god. and nice." And then I'm like crying in front of my friends, and like this <laughs> UFC match, I gotta stop fucking microdosing. <laughs> So yeah, but man, that, that I mean, it is great. It's a great sanity album. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Whether or not you're ingesting a small amount of drugs every few days, it's it's good. Uh, what else? Another album, uh, Newborn Son. Did you listen to Newborn Son by John? Which one was Newborn Son? Their was that first the EP? one. Their first like, with all like record. the metal chord yes. shit on. Oh, dude, that's yeah. my favorite. Like all the MySpace songs, right? Yeah. Oh, that was their like YouTube one, like Mountains of Creation. But like newborn son is like perfect pillow. Yeah. Like do. Um, okay. Yeah. That's bubble the one, dream. The bassist like, sang a track on it, right? I think. Uh, they get the guy who's not in the band. It was their first EP, so it's like yeah, five songs. Their first official release. Yeah, that album's great. I mean, Chan is a is a cool band too. Yeah. I I was a fan a little more when they had like when it was a little more like hardcore. Yeah, me too. That's why it's my favorite one. Yeah, the Newborn Sun is that like metalcore like type one. Yeah, it just bang, bangs a little harder. You know, you want to mm-hmm. like rock out to it. Yeah, the new stuff is still great. It's just like it's a little too much like chill jazz chords for too, me it's all very the stonery. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. They sound like a cocktail band sometimes, like a good cocktail band, but like you know, I want to hear heavy shit sometimes and shit with energy. But it's cool. It like introduced me to that though. Like yeah. that album, I was just like, oh damn! Like you could actually like riff, and it actually like slam, and it'd be in melodic. Terms of, like, re- yeah, with melodic, and also like really hit in terms of rhythms. Because up up until that point, metal and metalcore and all of that was all becoming the same thing. And yeah, they, I like I can't even shit on Chan too much because they were like pioneers of a new sound that influenced so many people. Yeah, you know, so definitely like a really important band, and they're fucking young, right? They're, they're, pro- they're probably, really really are they young. your age or like even a little younger? Um. The drummer, he was, he's like a little, he's younger than me. And then the rest of them are like maybe a little bit older, but okay. like they're same ballpark. Yeah. 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 Like age. It's cool. They're just like kids that just played guitar every day. Yeah, exactly. And like <laughs> smoke a lot of pot and like, yeah. So I'm trying to practice every day now that like I'm smoking more. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I don't want to like start sucking just because I smoke pot. So yeah. No, I mean, as long as you could like be proactive with making shit. And as long as you can commit to an idea, because sometimes I find if I'm like too high all the time, I, I'll, I'll write like too many parts for a song or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I, I overwrote something or it doesn't flow the right way. Yeah. So as long as you can like step back, I guess. Yeah. It's also interesting because like with math rock, 
I guess, like, writing the next album, like, Psycho Gore, I'm thinking, like, do I have to keep getting more progressive to, like, no, like you, you know? Don't. I mean... I guess it's, like, more of a artistic or, like, musical choice, but... But, I, but I porno know. violence is still, from what I... And I only heard it the first time yesterday, but it's still accessible. Yeah, absolutely. It's still melodic. You can still, like, sing along and, like, bob your head. It's not, like, you know, every time, every measure is a different time signature and it's, no, like... No, of course, like, can't... I, I don't even think I could do that. <laughs> but like yeah, I, yeah. yeah, it's just like um I don't know. I guess that's just how I think about like guitar music. Sure. It's like I mean um, it's, it's very competitive. Yeah. It's very competitive. Like, but there's area. also like there's just the community of people that just jerk off about guitars online and like that's not necessarily like the you know, you don't have to appeal to anyone except like yourself. Like write music for yourself mm. that that like speaks to people. In my opinion. No no hate to the, the guitar jerk off community. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's just full of nerds and I, I guess I'm one of them too but I, I think that as long as you're just making stuff that that you like and you think the songs are good like just treat it like you're like a songwriter just do your thing you know yeah that's true yeah I mean like uh, for invalids like I think there are a lot of time changes but I think the music is still cool and pretty accessible because the way Pete writes shit like it works for that but it's hard to do Like it is I know? feel that way about it too yeah because you can just have like you know, you don't want to sound like Rush or something, or like <laughs> just like a prog. Metal yeah, band. yeah, for sure. Like, for me, when I'm writing, I like it to be a mixture of like stuff that I enjoy, like singing. You know, so I'm just gonna be like whaley and like, you know, whiny and emo. And yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like something I like to play, which is gonna be maybe noodly or maybe it's gonna be really like just me like hitting slamming chords or something like yeah. that it could be whatever it doesn't matter it's cool it's a good crossover because you know math rock vocals i can't even really think of many math rock bands with vocals right like i guess ttng yeah. and i don't know a tricot is it tricot or tricot it's like toriko in japanese oh. and it's like trico the word itself is okay. trico okay. because it's like knitting Oh. But then, like, everybody says tricot because that's how they read it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's just what I say. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. that's fair. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really love, like, singing and doing math rock. It's I think neat. it's so awesome. Yeah. I think it's, like, a really interesting way to, like, express vocal, like, vocals and, like, lyrics. Yeah. And it makes it, if you're writing catchy, like, hooks and stuff, it makes it more accessible, too, for people mm. to listen to. Yeah. And then it's it just it's much easier if like um when you're like matching the rhythms that you're doing, you know. So it's like not as I don't know. I think people should do it more. I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's still a technical aspect to it too, which I think why it's not done as much cuz it's hard to pull off and like mm -hmm. to execute the right way. Yeah. But so you, you started off playing shows Hoboken and Jersey City? Oh, yeah, just because I, I grew up there. Yeah. So that's just my That's neat, because I feel like that area now is, like, on the up even more so. Yeah. Like, me as an outsider, this, that's how Because, I, I mean, they just built, like, White Eagle Hall, right? Like that. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. Um, are there less venues, though? Like, a less There's, like, not really a, re a great, like, place for jersey city like hoboken music i that, think that's like a smaller size because white eagle hall is probably like 700 yeah, cap like, or something do you know like attila they're like coming to play oh really yeah oh, that's fucking gross <laughs> <laughs> <It's disgusting. laughs> 
Yeah, but I mean, it's a big place, so that, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so it's like that kind of stuff. But... And it's not really a place, it's not, those aren't really cities where house shows are easy to make happen. Absolutely not. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's way too tightly packed. It's packed in. And it's not, like, there just isn't really that kind of, um, that, like, solid venue, one place yeah. for people to go. And I started volunteering, actually, at Jack's. Jersey City Art Exchange. Okay. Which is, uh, it's like kind of like a, it's like an after school place, like, but it's basically like a storefront in, uh, Monticello, uh, in, uh, Jersey City, in Greenville. Yeah. And, um, Tim Urbach. They'll do shows there? Yeah, yeah. Tim Urbach and I have been, like, playing shows there for a while, and he's, he actually kind of helped found it. That's right. Uh, So it's like an after school program for, like, the kids around for, like, music lessons for them. Yeah. And then, like, we put on performances. So, like, um, Rest of Shorts played and, like, Dennis For played. just the students or, like, for people? For everybody. That's cool. Yeah, just, like, at night on, like, a Saturday. Yeah. And um, so my plan is to kind of bring that more into the scene, like, bring more other bands yeah. from other places there to draw more people. Sure. And make it more regular. Yeah. You know? Um, because we're, I mean... I wasn't involved yet, but in the summer they were doing it a lot, and we played a couple of times. Um, I think to build a place up, too, consistency is important. Consistency, absolutely. You got to just like, keep doing for it. For people to be like, okay, tonight is Friday, let's go to Jack's. Let's check out what's going on yeah. there. Yeah. There is one other place in Jersey City that's like the a radio station like, does shows out of there. Oh, I'm not sure I forget it. what it's called. I saw um, Gates there. Like a, they're like a Jersey like post-rock band. But they had like Laura Stevenson played there. And, oh, um, I love Laura Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. When I was, like, a kid, that was one of the first, like, concerts I went to was a Laura Stevenson show. Hell yeah. And I was like, damn. In New York? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. It's great. Yeah, I think one of the first times I saw her was at the Lanes, Asbury Lanes. and oh. But I was thinking for you, probably New York would be closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Do, cool. And you play, you play in Brooklyn a bit, too, right? Um. Yeah, we played a couple. Uh, yeah, we played a bunch of times. You guys play Palm a lot, too, in, in upstate New York, right? Uh, we pull. We were supposed to play with Palm once, yeah. and oh, they okay. couldn't. Their car broke down in Lancaster. Or oh man! Or like Pittsburgh, I forgot. Okay. Like on their way to Ithaca. Yeah, yeah. And it was so sad, but um, it was still awesome. Like I love playing Cornell. It was at Cornell. Oh, cool! I love going up there so much. Didn't one of the doesn't the bassist uh like help book shows in Ithaca? Oh, Gabriel, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Cause I was he, speaking he about that. He lives in the house that they put on shows like in his basement, but it's awesome because they have like these mansions. Like they live in these it's mansions, really and nice they're called up like there. they're co-ops. Yeah. And um, they just will have like a hundred people in the basement, like uh, oh, the like, super listening. nice they, historic house. They drink and like they yeah they pay dues to get like free beer. Wow. parties yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's like such a utopia yeah that's but, really um, neat yeah that was cool that would have been so awesome but i think we'll play with them again sometime yeah yeah and you you did a solo show with avlov recently too right did that happen oh no we couldn't because you know some stuff came up oh man yeah yeah well, at least, at really least you're cool. going to hit up to, like, play cool shows like that. Yeah, you know? that's definitely why I'm trying to, like, make, get, like, actually get really into the game. And, like, I bought this interface. I'm trying to, like, actually um, start playing a lot more. Sure. Um, Is the plan to track the new album, like, yourself? Or uh, just demos? 
Oh, uh, do you mean like me record it like in a studio or like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Oh, okay. Gonna, yeah. So you got to interface just to like lay some shit. Oh down. no, to, like for me to like um, write the structure of cool. the song. Yeah. And then like show it to band members or bandmates. And yeah. Like this is you know how the what I'm doing. So like, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's usually how it goes. Especially when you're if you're further apart from people, that that's yes. an easier way to do it too. You can like like shit down and send it out. Mm-hmm. That's a big way that we do that. Like I have a SoundCloud, and um, I'm always like posting every single time I wrote a song, I put it on there. But it's mostly to just be like to show them. Sure. You know, uh, what something that I wrote, and then they can like figure out stuff on top of it yeah which is really awesome totally we made it work for a really long time so. yeah, yeah yeah for sure i'm sure i'm sure it'll start working yeah you know yep oh man is there anything else you wanted to cover like talk about oh no i'm good it's been a really big pleasure though yeah i really like it <laughs> he's eating something yeah he's just fucking there's a there's a dog in the room just to, to break the fourth <laughs> wall and he's been licking and eating all the garbage <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just likes attention though all right, cool. Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks thank for you so doing much. this. Yeah, check out Rest Assure's new album, uh, Porno Violence, and check him out on on Spotify and Bandcamp. It's it's very good stuff. <laughs>